But what I'm finding it to be most effective for is unique conversations. And even like, you know, real estate agents are always calling it expired and for sale by owners. And, you know, hey, your house expired, you know, what do you think the reason was? And how'd you like to talk about the new marketing plan? I call people up and say, hey, I noticed your house expired. There is a way that you can possibly, and I always say possibly, because actually not every property qualifies for donation. So I'll say something like, there is a way that you can possibly be out of your house in 30 days, you know, get tax benefits and support your favorite nonprofit. Would you like to hear more? Even if they say no, at least they've heard something that they didn't hear from anyone else. Hello, and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Michael, coming to us out of Brooklyn, New York. Michael, welcome to the show, bud. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So let's dive into it. Why real estate? Well, you know, my background is in education. I started out as a high school English teacher and became a school and citywide staff developer. And I loved my years in education, but I always felt limited and I wanted more. And for starters, I was always felt very conscious of being limited by salary and, you know, being in a position where my salary was determined not by my performance, but by where I happened to fall in rank and file. And I didn't really want that. And, you know, real estate's always fascinated me. I've been interested in it since I I was a kid. And it was something I always wanted to pursue, but for various reasons didn't. And I I finally decided, you know what, if I'm still really interested, I'm just going to go for it. And I did it part-time for a while because I wanted to get used to it. But then circumstances in my life changed and I discovered that I really wasn't happy doing what I was doing anymore. And what I wanted to be doing was real estate. So I decided about three years ago to go all in. So I'm now a full-time agent and, uh, you know, it has its frustrations. And of course, not getting the check every two weeks took a a long time to get used to, but it was my choice. And uh, honestly, I love it. And I've been in it long enough to know what I what I do and what I don't do. You know, like there are some agents who'll do anything. They'll do rentals, they'll represent the buyer, they'll represent the seller. A group that I belong to says, do what you do best and refer the rest. And I've discovered about myself, I don't do well working with rentals. I'm, I'm not real good with rentals and I'm not very good working with buyers. I'm a listing agent. I represent sellers, I market the property, I get it sold. So you're in a really competitive market in Brooklyn, New York. How how has that fared for you over the last few years? Well, it's been it's been rather difficult at first trying to come up with what we call in the business our USB, unique unique sales proposition yep. or unique marketing proposition. And because you know, as as I always say to people, if you go to any networking event, at, there are 25 agents in the room. <laughs> And basically, all due respect to my colleagues, we all pretty much say say the same thing in different words. And even though we all think that we're wonderful, you know, okay, most people in Brooklyn know seven agents. 
So why would they want me as opposed to the person that they just met two minutes ago? So that, that's been an issue and I'm always looking for ways to create value. Of course, among my sphere of influence, the people who really know me and trust me, it hasn't been an issue. And most of my business, I don't mind telling you, comes from sphere of influence. And some from cold leads that I just really kept at and I nurtured and I got the business. And when I get business, I usually close business. I would say that's been the biggest struggle, you know, like really figuring out, well, what makes me different? And why would someone, especially someone who doesn't know me, want to hire me as opposed to the 45 other people that called them this morning? So we were talking uh, before we started recording about kind of a unique niche that you've established for yourself. Do you mind sharing that? Not at all. These days, it's my favorite thing to talk about. All right, let's let's uh, go. I am New York City's first certified charitable real estate specialist. And to most of your viewers, that probably means absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in English, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. So it, it actually means that I am specially trained and certified in handling charitable gifts of real estate which is something that contrary to what most people know, including myself up until not that long ago, when the first US tax code, the first permanent tax code was put into place by the IRS in 1917, they included a provision for the charitable gifting of real estate to encourage philanthropy. And they put in certain tax incentives for people who wanted to donate a piece of property. And over the years that was kind of forgotten about because most, well, for a lot of reasons, one of them being most nonprofits are scared to death to accept a piece of property. I had a conversation with the nonprofit who I've gotten to know real well and we're working together, The Journey Home. And they work with homeless veterans and work with preventing veterans from being homeless. And I was talking to their CEO, Eldon Solomon, and in our first conversation, he said to me, if you offered me a check for $500 or a piece of property worth $500,000, I would take the $500 check because I know what to do with it. I bring it to the bank. I'd have no idea what to do with the $500,000 piece of property. And that's the attitude that's really prevalent. And as a result, a lot of people who do have property to donate don't even know that it's an option. And real estate agents don't realize that this is such a unique way of getting yourself out there and having these conversations. And the, you know, we, we have a specialized nonprofit that we work with, Realty Gift Fund, which takes all of the risk out of the transaction. So for example, uh, I, I have a friend who has a $3 million house here in Brooklyn and is probably gonna be looking to move to Florida. Well, she's already high net worth she, you know, she already pays an enormous amount in taxes every year. And if she sells this $3 million property, the capital gains tax that she's going to have is going to be outrageous, even more so with the current proposed changes from the White House. So what, one of the options that she has, and she'll probably use me as her realtor regardless, and one of the options that she has is that she can donate that property and she loves cats, so she may pick an organization that, that rescues cats. She probably will. And she can donate the property, and it can go to benefit the organization that she wants, but the organization doesn't have any risk or any liability. Because what she does is, through me, 
She donates the property to this group that I work with, Realty Gift Fund. They're a specialized nonprofit. They accept the donation. Within 30 days, she's out of the transaction. You know, the house is theirs. They hire me to sell it. And at the end of the transaction, when the house is sold, the proceeds get donated, between 90 and 95% of the proceeds get donated to the CAT organization that she specified. On her behalf? On her behalf, yes, absolutely. So the organization that didn't even know about the house, didn't even know the address, they just get they just get a nice big check that says, hey, this is from so-and-so. And they didn't know anything about it. And from the real estate agent's perspective, well, think about the publicity that you get when you present that check and you have the news reporters there and all that. And the other thing that agents will really identify with is Realty Gift Fund pays a full commission. So like, for example, in my area, theoretically, full commission is 6%. I mean, th- th- there is no actual standard in New York State, but that's, that's, that's what people assume to be like the standard. So I get that listing. It's an automatic 6% commission. There's no going on a listing appointment. There's no competition because I'm the only person who knows how to do this. And I'm the person who's associated with Realty Gift Fund. So when they get the lead about this property, even if it comes from someone else, I'm the person they're calling. So interesting. Yeah. So and how come how come this isn't talked about more? Is it because there's not a bunch of people giving away property? Like, Oh, no. I, I, as, a, as a matter of fact, I was just in one of the classes that we take. It's a refresher for me. Uh, yesterday. And they talked about right now, I think it's $1 billion a year of property is being donated. But, you know, it's not it's not talked about because a lot of people just aren't aware of it. And see, Realty Gift Fund, the group that I was discussing, they've been in operation as a formal nonprofit for the past four years. Their founders have all been involved in charitable real estate for years before that, but this is the first time they created a nonprofit. And they have a quite, quite a long list of charities that have benefited from them that they've given grants to through gifts of property. And you know, on, on their website, realtygiftfund.org, there's a long list of, and they have about nine deals coming through this week. So there are gonna be nine more checks going out to different nonprofits. But that's what they do. They're very reactive in that their strategy has been when someone has a piece of real estate or maybe a financial advisor knows, has a client who has a piece of real estate, they contact Realty Gift Fund. Realty Gift Fund does the deal. The Real Agents of Change, however, which is the group that I'm in that is founded by author and speaker Cami Baker, we are the ones, we're the foot soldiers who are out there promoting this. We're the ones letting people know about it because I may know and you may know four people in our particular spheres who have a piece of property that they would love to donate. Maybe they're high net worth and they need the tax write-offs because they get huge tax write-offs with this. Or maybe it's just a house that they inherited from Ma and they don't know what to do with it. And they don't really want the house. And there were three children and you know it, it, it's a pain in the neck. Or maybe somebody's doing estate planning. 
And the, unfortunately, if people don't know about it, they don't use it. So our job, Realty Gift Fund is doing what they've always done. They're doing the transactions. We're the ones getting out there, letting people know so that instead of being reactive, we can be proactive. And of course, as real estate agents, we're used to being proactive because we're always prospecting. You know, and it really, it helps real estate agents, it helps financial advisors, it helps property owners, and it certainly helps the nonprofits. Because, you know, as we were talking about earlier, since COVID started, so many nonprofits are bleeding money because all of their main fundraisers were canceled. Right. And even now, some are open, some are closed, some people still won't go out. So this is a great way for nonprofits to get funded without doing fundraising. Is um, Realty Gift Fund national, international? Like, how does that organization national. function? Uh, national. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, two two of the founders are in New Mexico, and the other two, I forget what states they're in, but but they they are a national organization, and they they deal with property anywhere in the United States. Some cases they even deal with property international, but that gets a little bit dicey because the property owner has to be a U.S.-based taxpayer. Got it. So if you or I owned a villa in France and we wanted to donate it, that could be done because we are U.S., but it gets a little bit complicated. Got it. So what does your business model look like then when you are prospecting or working on lead gen? Like, How do you use this as a tool to do what you do to put food on your table? Well, what you know, this this is a pretty new model to me. So I think I'm still in the process of getting in the groove. Mm -hmm. But what I'm finding it to be most effective for is unique conversations. And even like, you know, real estate agents are always calling it's expired and for sale by owners. Sure. And you know, hey, your house expired, you know, what do you think the reason was? And how'd you like to talk about the new marketing plan? I call people up and say, hey, I noticed your house expired. There is a way that you can possibly, and I always say possibly, because actually not every property qualifies okay. for donation. So I'll say something like, there is a way that you can possibly be out of your house in 30 days, you know, get tax benefits and support your favorite nonprofit. Would you like to hear more? And even if they say no, at least they've heard something that they didn't hear from anyone else. Right. There's 50 people call them the same morning that it expired. And I'm the only one that said something different. Right. Yeah. That's usually they say yes, but they want to hear more. And if they don't, well, that's fine. Yeah. So be it. You go to the next right. one, right? You know, you, to be in this business, you have to have a tough skin. Yeah, especially in, especially in New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get rejected all day long, but that's okay. I was a high school English teacher. Half the class ignored me most of the time. <laughs> the other half was really interested. It's, it's the same thing. I always say teaching is selling. Teachers don't, just don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, so going from teaching into real estate, you know, you went from a quote-unquote stable career, and then you just started your own business. Even mm -hmm. though you went in at part-time, how was that transition for you? Uh, it was a very different mindset. It was very liberating in that I can work the hours that I want to work. And my favorite part was, if I think that you're a real jerk and I can't stand to look at you, I don't have to work with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Never had that option before. You know, when I was a teacher, I had to teach who was in front of me and I had to deal with those parents and the other members of the department, whether I wanted to or not. And when I went into training, you know, every once in a while you'd get a participant who would come to staff development that you really want to say some things to them that would not be polite. And now I can just say, you know what? You're not the right client for me. And I can move on. And I, I had one of the few times that I tried working with buyers. I had a buyer's claim. We had a buyer's agency agreement signed and we knew each other. And we really liked each other. And we worked together for two days. And in two days, I said to him, you know, I really like you. I don't think I'm going to really like you if we keep working together. So why don't I let you out of the agreement and you can find someone else and Godspeed. And he respected that. And we went our separate ways and he did what he did. And I went on to the next client. <laughs> Do you think being a teacher, specifically maybe even an English teacher, you said, right? Yes. Has helped you being able to really communicate better with clients? Absolutely, because it takes the fear out. If you can stand in front of 30 to 40 adolescents <laughs> who, at least in the beginning, have no interest in what you're about to talk about, you can get on the phone and call an expired listing. Because the worst that could happen is the expired person on the phone can tell me what to go do with myself. I've had 14 year olds tell me what to do with myself. <laughs> Not that big of a deal. Yeah, just another day. Right. You know, so I, I honestly do think that it takes the fear out of it to a large extent. And same thing with, with staff development. I, I mean, I've given, I've given presentations to auditoriums full of staff members. I mean, I think my most was over a thousand. And I'm on the stage giving this presentation and I actually found a way to make it somewhat interactive. Kind of hard when you have a thousand people, in the room, but we did a little bit and they were interested and they asked questions. And I've had presentation, I was invited by the Bank of New York to, to uh, be on a panel discussion, which was taped and distributed to all of their members via email. That's cool. Sounds super engaging. Yeah, it really is. And to me, that's what real estate is. And, and some of my best business has been from relationships that I've just cultivated, like the people who I met in passing. So going back to... Um the Realty Gift Fund for a minute. If, you know, if there's another agent who's interested in this, how does that work? Like, what is that process? Is there an acceptance? Do you have to get a certification? How does that work? Oh, wow. That, that, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. Well, uh, ba basically, the short, the short answer is, if there's an agent watching this who is interested, you know, the easiest thing to do is to just contact me directly. And I'm, I'm happy to provide my phone number 718-207-3792. And I, I, I do text and all that, but you know what? I, as Cammie Baker says, I like to use the phone the way God intended. I make it. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to actually dial the numbers and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, call me. Call, yeah, call me and talk to me like a human being. That's always the best. But in any event, yeah. So uh, the easiest thing to do is contact me directly. And then I can invite you to a private Facebook group that I belong to for the Real Agents of Change. And then what we offer is we have a certification course that is done the third Tuesday of the month. 
every single month, the course is taught by Cami Baker, who is the foundress of the Real Agents of Change, and by Bruce Geis, who's the head of Realty Gift Fund. The two of them teach the class together. They're both fantastic in different ways. And then uh, the, fee, the fee for the course is $200. And then you, you take the course and you take a test. And when you pass the test, you become certified as a charitable real estate specialist, which is something you can use in your marketing. And it also means that when there's someone, especially if you're the only one, when a property comes up in your area, whether or not you found it, you're the person who's going to be called. And again, it's an unemotional seller. This Realty Gift Fund doesn't know this property. They're not attached to it. They're not going to talk to you about how the ceiling was painted by their grandfather who came over on the Mayflower. They're just going to say, okay, sell it. What do you need from us? What do you have to do? Get it done. And so, so that's the process. Uh, as we, we generally like, and I know Cammy's real particular about this, we don't want to discourage people, with, but we're really not looking for brand new agents. This brand new agents still don't know how to put a deal together. They don't know the basics. We're looking for people who are really seasoned. We're especially looking for people who are heart-centered, people who have a nonprofit that they love, people who maybe give a, cer a certain percentage of every commission to their favorite nonprofit. They're the first ones that we want to hear from. I want to talk to them first because they already get the importance of giving back. And this is a way that they can be giving back at a so much bigger level. I mean, instead of giving $100 from every commission check to the Boys and Girls Club, you can give you can help facilitate a donation that could give the Boys and Girls Club $550,000. And not only does it not cost the agent a penny, the agent gets paid to do it. So you're not coming out of pocket at all. And you're supplying a check for $550,000. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and this has been going on for years. And it's the best kept secret in real estate. And our job in the Real Agents of Change is to make sure it's not a secret anymore. So I don't, I don't think I asked you, how did you figure this out or discover this? Well, Cami Baker, who I mentioned before, she has been uh, in New Hampshire when she started in real estate in the 90s. She was a top 5% realtor. I met her through network marketing. She was a leader of a group for an organization that I belonged with. And she does a lot of coaching. She's been on HGTV House Hunters. She's done quite a bit of television. And we've stayed in touch over the years. And uh, I've, I've worked with her in, in multiple capacities. And she's a great lady, a great friend. And she had called me last year in June. I was living in Palm Springs, California for a few months. And she called me in June and she, and she said to me, I have to tell you what I'm working on. This is so big, and I know you're going to want to be part of it. And I said to her, when she told me the first half, I said, sign me up before I even knew the rest of it. I said, I want it. I said, I'm doing this. This is fantastic. This is something that everybody should be doing, and I want it. So I was, I was the very first person to be a real agent of change, and I was in the first class that we did last September. I love that, man. That's awesome. Congratulations yeah. to you. That's cool. Thank you. And and everybody that we're working with is really nice. You know, and I, oh, and, and I have to say, that's the other thing, because I mean, any agents that 
that are watching this that might be interested, love to talk to them, you know, love to get them information. As, as a matter of fact, Cami is so interested in, in spreading the word that one of the things she does is she offers the class for free. So if someone contacts me and I put them in touch with Cami and, you know, and they have a conversation, if it's a good fit, they can come as my VIP guest. They don't have to pay anything. And then if they want to continue and use the information and work on it, then they can pay the $200 fee and they can go for, take the test. And if they take the class and say, wow, that's good. And now I know something that I can talk about, but I don't think I want to directly be involved. That's okay too. They've got the information and they can use it or not as they wish. And certainly, you know, if it's an agent who doesn't want to proceed with it, but finds out about a, a potential property donation, I'm more than happy to facilitate it. <laughs> you know, so they just have to call you. Absolutely. Right? They just, just have to call me. you. Just pick up the phone and dial. Right. Very <laughs> so as Cammy said, the way God intended. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, this has been great, super informative and educational. Thanks for this. Give me that phone number again if someone wants to get in touch with you. And also, do you have a website or a Facebook handle that someone can reach out? Uh, sure. I, I'm not, I mean, I use all the technology, but I'm not real, really good at it. So my Facebook and my Instagram, very creative. Michael Deshavi. <laughs> D-I-S-C-H-I-A-V-I. last name for me. Yeah. D-I-S-C-H-I-A-V-I. Perfect. I couldn't think of anything more creative, so I just kept it simple. That's my name. It's easy to find me. And my phone number, again, is 718-207-3792. And if you want to reach me by email, it's michael.deshavi, again, D-I-S-C-H-I-A, V is in victory, I, at exprealty.com. Michael, thanks for sharing this with us, man. This has been great. Appreciate you coming to the show. Definitely. Thank you. It's great to be here. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.